Gentlemen, welcome back to Fitbit Pod. My name is Ben Lomas, and with me always is the one and only Dilruk Jayasinghe. Hello, everybody. I am currently just holding a selfie camera <laughs> to uh, maybe post on our Instagram to show the setup that we have. Yeah, ben, how would you even describe this? All right, I'll stop we the are, video. We here. are currently in our biggest studio ever. Um, now, where we usually record, uh, the podcast studio uh, has been booked out for a corporate client, and uh, look. If I think about it, I feel like we're more corporate than them. Anyway, I don't know who they are. <laughs> yeah, they're probably... But, um, I mean, to be honest, if you're a corporate client, why are you booking a independently run studio? <laughs> you know, come on. Go but to now, Fox FM now we're in the, we're in the big uh, TV studio downstairs. Yeah, so what, what is, what's interesting is the recording device we have looks like um, some sort of thing from the from World War Two, yeah. Uh, and we're talking into those um, lapel mics that you yeah. see on like the project and stuff, where they sort of pin it to your pin it to you, or they get a professional to do it, and we're just holding it. We're up just holding it like we're like giant stand-up <laughs> comedians. Like, all right, what's the deal with uh, tiny airplanes? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so hopefully this is going out to record. Um, oh, no, uh, I think it is. Like the person Evan who organised this, you know, because I panicked because I was like, you know, and it wasn't my fault, but they double booked the studio. And I it's thought, not like, yes, no one. What, what do we need to do? And he's like, right. Matt, I've got it sorted. You know, when you meet someone who actually has a genuine skill, like we have a skill, but it's just not transferable in many other settings. Like we can How MC. Okay, you. <laughs> you. I can run trivia comps. <laughs> Did you ever do that? Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, you forget. There was oh. a whole period of stand-up before, before this podcast started recording. I did every nook and cranny. Anyone that would offer resemblance of stand-up, anything that's public speaking, I'd say yes to. I hosted a trivia night for $100, I think. It was by Dave Warnicky. Uh, do you remember him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, of course, people, uh, yeah. podcast listeners know him yeah. from um, Do Go, Do Go On, on yeah. uh, which actually we should get because we've got Matt Stewart and Jess. Have you had Jess on? We haven't had Jess yet. I don't think we have had Jess, no. Anyway, but either way, look, uh, I love Do Go On. I've been on their podcast as well. And um, yeah, we uh, he, he used to run trivia nights. He couldn't do it. I think it was 100 bucks. It was like four hours worth of work and I was just so excited and then, to be doing and did it. you have to prep the questions? No, 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 no. I can't do that. If my questions were up to me, it'll all be about the TV show Friends. And uh, and so, yeah, but yeah, hosting it. And it, it's so challenging because people are so fucking entitled. Like they oh, really, trivia in trivia, nights. they're like, they're basically like David Brent in The Office, you know, season one, episode four, where it's just like trying to, you know, uh, win the competition at all costs kind of thing. Yeah, because my... I've done I've done a trivia night and I've done one and only one and it was for the uh, Australian Youth Foundation where my friend uh, worked at the time and he said hey could do you reckon you could do like a sort of comedy trivia night and I was like yeah I can and I was like mm. we can pay you money I was like oh this is great and he's mm. like just do comedy and then a comedian at the end I was like easy right no problem and so I was like oh so I did all the questions like and I didn't have a particular theme but I did all the questions and I thought I'll, I'll just MC ask the questions. And then we'd have a comedian at the end. Now, the comedian at the end will retract. He, we, he's no longer on the scene. But when we started, especially when I started, he was uh, the go-to comedian. He was the one that was going to be big and famous. And his name was... Will Anderson. <laughs> How old do you think I am? No. <laughs> um, his name started with an animal. And started with an animal? No, ended no, it with a fish. But his first name was an animal. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Ah, oh, okay, okay. right, so, right, 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 so, right, right. So he was, he was like, you know, he'd already been doing it for five or six years. He was like meant to be like superstar. He no, crashed, right? Oh, like absolutely destroyed. You could never did follow him. Did he steal him. material? Yes, he did. Oh, okay. So then let's run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think he did. Well, or he just reworked it in his own. Complete source here, but. Yeah. Yeah. Complete. We can't. No, I just did absolutely. There's been comedy festival shows uh, <laughs> that won Best Newcomer. That was based on them getting fucked over by this guy. Correct, correct, correct. Right. So, uh, like, what do you want the comedy scene can put two and two together? But yes, that that was. So I hired him because he was the best comedian. I'd only been going for like a year or two, right. and so he was like, if I was to pick anyone that I could afford, that I was, you know, and uh, so I was like, hey, uh, keep it clean and uh, come out. I'll keep it clean. <laughs> <laughs> If you're a Cockney, that's how you'd say clean, right? Keep it clean. Yeah, 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 very good. Very good. Very, very, very good. Oh. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, so aren't you glad to have this podcast for us? Is, I, I'm, just, I'm, I'm very so. <laughs> I, so grateful for this podcast. <laughs> I I put the questions together. I put the questions together, and then I had uh, my friend do it with me. Um, uh, and I have a friend doing it to it. And so, anyway, so we get this big sort of outlook in, like, uh, you know, in uh, the Yarra Valley. So, this big convention centre. So, the whole Young Australian Foundation came there, and so we do the quiz. Now, I, when I wrote the questions, I pretty much got most of them off the internet. I didn't really check. Uh, fact check them. Fact check them all. And also because. Well, it's unlike us to never fact check <laughs> something before broadcasting it. Well, I had afterwards. Um, and again, we're talking like 15 years ago. So we, I had a question on there, which at the time I realised now, extremely like insensitive, right? Uh, but I was just looking, <laughs> looking, oh God. looking for questions and, and I didn't realise, and everyone like, took it the right way, but I had one question was like, what's uh, the Aboriginal uh, word for water? Now, that, that, there's so many different languages right. that when, when they come, they're like, actually, there's a lot of, you know, you should probably exclude that question. And they were great and lovely about it, but everyone took it super competitive. And so we did the quiz, right? And it was that same thing where it's like, I, thank God I remember the answers. I nearly forgot the answers. So we did like round As one. As you forgot to bring them. Yeah, yeah. So Why I, wouldn't it be next to it? Uh, yeah, good point. I, I printed everything out. This is, I don't think I even owned a laptop back then. Okay, okay, right, right, right. So, um, so anyway, so I remember like... Because in my head I went, wouldn't it be on the phone? But obviously back then there wouldn't have been necessarily a smartphone or something. So the, the quiz didn't go smoothly, but it was enough that it was entertaining, people enjoying it, and right. it was getting a bit competitive, right? And so my friend uh, came up to me and went, hey, uh, Chris, has got, you got the comedian coming up. I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, remember, just keep it nice and clean. Yeah. And my friend, uh, or well, not my friend, but the comedian who came out, yeah. uh, I said, ladies and gentlemen, put uh, uh, together for uh, the animal yeah. who's very clean. Uh, he comes out and his opening joke uh, was the most misogynistic joke oh, really? I've ever heard. And there were gasps in the audience. And then he said, was not jokes I'd ever seen him do on stage. Right. It was just the filthiest, like, it was just shocking that my friend, like, was like, you've got to make him stop if you don't make him stop i don't know what to do and i was like and i was trying to wrap him up and he just kept going and so people. this is like a charity for the for like yeah. youth oh, people. No, it's like the end so everyone who works for the, right, for right, the organization right. all around australia came here for their big of three-day event and this is like one, one fun of thing. the final things so this was like a total like fox in the hen house yeah 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 <laughs> that was again very short run up credit where credit's due that was great Oh, sorry. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Lots of... Uh, some of you may have worked it out. Anyway, the... <laughs> so, so he does this, right? And at the end, like, I'm panicking. I can't get him off stage. And, and I was like... And, like, people have forgotten about the quiz. There are people gasping. There's a couple of people that walked out. And then and then he gave him a big... Rap, like, you know, some people sort of clapped him up. And he walked out. And he pretty much walked straight out the door. Like, didn't even look at me. He walked straight out the door. And then my friend just comes up to me and goes... In tears, he goes, I think you've cost me my job. Oh, wow. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm so, so sorry. I, I, like, I didn't know. Like, and, I was like, I, and, and I remember just like packing up and leaving and going, that's the last time I'm ever going to do a trivia night. And I'm, I don't think I've ever done one since. Well, fair enough, too. But, <laughs> but here's the thing, though. Like, that's a bit unfair to you because you did all the right things to try and... Yeah, like, totally. totally. Make, it's like it's that person being the sociopath that they are, to decide to kind of... Because exactly. that person, I, my memory was, they can work clean. Oh, th- that's, why, that's why I got it. Wow, that's weird. That's really weird. It must have been like a power move or something. Yeah, and that's uh, the yeah. type of behavior that led to them being ostracized eventually. Like, not ostracized, but basically not getting booked yeah, uh, all yeah. the time. But yeah, I, that's, uh, I think I did only one trivia. I, I feel like there's almost any variation of like live work that i tried different versions so like yeah. i don't know if, i think we've hinted at how i did improv at one point like at six months i was <laughs> yeah. part of an improv group called yeah. the wrong people and uh <laughs> and god they were right <laughs> yeah 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 i mean it, i had to audition for that uh to be part <laughs> of the people. yeah correct and uh, once i got it i was so excited it was like my you know i was like yeah, yeah. um and i remember there's a poster so we had like a comedy festival show for example so i was doing my stand-up did not know this Huh? I did yeah, not know yeah, this. yeah, yeah. There's a poster as well, and you see me. Uh, some of the stand-ups who were part of the group. Uh, again, we we're just talking about like comedians that maybe don't work anymore. But like, do you remember Jesse Broadus? No. Uh, oh yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And 
and Aiden Pine. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Aiden still does some gigs. But yeah, we were all part of the group. And I, uh, the Comedy Festival poster has me, uh, which is how I used to look, because I ran late for the shoot. I came straight from accounting. I had like my wor- accounting work outfit. Yeah. Uh, but I also had like a, uh, I had a chin beard. <laughs> <laughs> like a wispy. I don't, yeah, yeah, you know when you have like just fluff at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I had one of those, like not out of like fa- like not like a gag. That was just how I rolled. So you couldn't grow. Cr- I don't think I've ever seen you with a beard. No, uh, I, so I can't grow a mustache that connects with the beard. Yeah. So I okay. never bothered, but I could grow a decent chin beard. <laughs> so it was like, <laughs> okay, okay, maybe I will post something about it then. I'll show the chin beard on the Instagram then. That's really, uh, yeah, that's really, because uh, I, I did improv as well, but I did improv classes. Oh, uh, yeah, so we didn't have any classes. So this is literally <laughs> about eight people decided we're going to have a crack. And the funny thing is, like, some of them were, like, actors as well. Yeah, like, yeah, there was yeah. actors and comedians, and some of them were genuinely, like, talented people. Like, but they were all in the early stages of, of, of careers, you yeah, know? Yeah. Uh, some of them had done, like, you know, student films and things like that, Uh yeah, I'm trying to think if did any of them go on to do anything else or anything like that. But yeah, I don't necessarily think so. But it was it was still kind. Of, and again, improv is really fun because you get to play. Like yeah, I like yeah. stand up where it's so kind of hardcore locked in. But I would actually encourage any of our listeners to give improv classes a crack because there's certain I believe at least there are a lot of skills developed in those classes that are applicable to the rest of your life in terms of listening. Yeah. And and like learning that like sometimes, especially job interviews or network, like work functions and things like that, there are elements to improv that are really underrated, which is maybe we should do like a Patreon app by getting someone who's an improv person to kind of talk us through that. Yeah, because yeah, I yeah. feel like there's genuinely some stuff about listening. For example, I was really bad at improv, really bad at it. because I was so bad at Because it. I was always, I'd get locked you in. You had your headphones in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had like, okay we're in a car mate I'm listening to a podcast <laughs> yeah but I was like more about I'd get locked into an idea so we'd be doing a scene and like my comedy brain would be like oh I know how to like a big finish for the scene and I'd be trying to steer the the conversation so I can get to my big punchline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? uh, yeah, because you already, you're already, pre, already preconceived where you want it to end. Right, right. Rather than listening to what the other players are throwing at me. It's like what I'm doing with the kids now, word association game. Have you done that one? With my kids? No, I haven't. No, <laughs> no let's do it now. Like, okay, just word okay, association. Okay. Garden. Flower. Plants. Tree. Uh, foliage. Green. Uh, purple. Potato. <laughs> Chips. Salty. I'm out. (laughs) Up pepper. (laughs) You're really good at this. I really. Well, Well, I I can't. I can't imagine why you stopped. You know what? (laughs) See if you can get a refund for those classes that you spend money on. But I've been doing that with the kids because, like, the kids like you'll be doing that with the kids. I mean, I've always thought of you as a great father, but I'm starting to reassess that. But it's really funny because, like, like, Minky gets it, but Taya, it's taken him a little while, but now he's got it. And it's, it's so much fun because, like, at the start, it's like anything. Like, I, I'm way better, right? Are at the you? Start, yeah, I, I am. And then now. Salt, uh, I'm out. <laughs> Salt, and I'm out. I'm sorry. What happened? <laughs> Look, it's been a big week. Um, no, it's um, – and the other one we've been playing is where you have to think of something and, uh, and then you have to give away clues. And so the clues have to be really hard. So it's like, who am I? So you go, I was born in Sri Lanka. And they're like, and they have to guess. And they're like, I mean, not that hard because my right. kids only know one person from Sri Lanka and that is okay. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what we've been doing. So we've been doing that with animals and stuff. And <laughs> Can I? Yeah, go. Sorry. Talk about not being able to listen and being bad at improv. As soon as you said born in Sri Lanka, who am I? I remember this story. I did a... Uh, uh, I did uh, a very lovely, uh, but big uh, listener slash friend of the show... Uh, uh, actually, maybe take this out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we can, t- we can take it out. Do you want- no, no, no. Do we have to retract the name? Ah, <laughs> oh, you got to tell it now. Okay, well, uh, anyways, uh, I remember, can you just maybe just check out this, the, the bit where yeah, okay, yeah, it's totally fine. But I did like an improv show where part of the thing is I go do my stand-up and then there's a, um, uh, improv players who listen to the stand-up and then off the back of it tell a story, uh, you know, play out a scene. You know, ah, act out a scene, okay, right? Yeah. But like, not necessarily the same thing, but yeah. taking like three elements from that. Yeah. You know, so I said, "Oh, hey, everyone, I'm Durok Jaising, uh, born in Sri Lanka, whatever." Like, kind of, you know, <laughs> my my classic gear, like that, born I in Sri Lanka. Like I know where this is going. And yeah. then, um, 
And the, the improv scene starts like, here we see two lions in the jungles of Africa. <laughs> so, so like, yeah, so when I said listening is a big part of improv, they clearly missed lesson 101. Somehow Sri Lanka, they decided to do a whole scene based in Africa. But what happened? Like, I don't look African. No, but people get but people get very confused with Africa and Sri Lanka. Well, I find that I reckon if Australians are getting confused with Africa and Sri Lanka, you you've really grown out. You've you really grown up in a white suburb out in the sticks, and like, decided to do improv. Decided <laughs> to do Could yes you, and fucking and <laughs> yes fucking and you're from Africa. <laughs> no, have you, did you do the sea shanties? Did you all the, do those ones? Where no. you had to like sing you're like I'm here on a ship. And I'm blah blah, and then you have to take over the song. Did you ever? Did no, you? no, no, no. I could never do them. I remember we did one like uh, what was it called? Uh, uh, like uh, I'm going to grandma's house or some shit like. That. Oh man, improv sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I was I was never I was never good at it, and I and I did that. I did that class before I even ever did stand-up on the comics lounge, like so on that stage. So I did right. a year of just going to classes every to Wednesday. To become a comedian. The yeah, idea was yeah. to be stand-up. To become a stand-up. And then uh, and, and Janelle Kearney was the teacher. Right. Uh, and she's the one who's a comedian from, and a writer from WA. And yeah, there was just a period where I was just like, I, I don't think, like, I, this is not it. And then mm. I realised that also this is not what I wanted to do. Right. Like, it wasn't until I actually then went you, to an open mic and then went, ah, oh, here we go, That this is what I want to do. Have you hosted a wedding or performed at a wedding? Like of a stranger, not not your friends or anything. No, like that. I've always I've always I've always pulled the pin on that. I've never done it. I've so been asked on, so many times. Early on, for three hundred bucks, which is the most I'd been paid for a gig, um, I had to go like do ten minutes of stand up at a wedding or MC the start and do like ten minutes as well, and complete strangers. So a week before that, I had to visit the family and meet them, and it took like because I don't drive. It was out in Doncaster or something. It took me an hour and a half just to get to the. The, the house, yeah. the public transport, yeah. right? Because it was like, you know, take the train, then take a bus, then walk from the bus station to the house. Like, it was yeah, quite yeah. an order. So, I mean, sitting in this family's house, they don't know who I am. I don't know who they are. Um, and I think the son or something had seen, uh, they wanted another comedian. He couldn't do it. So, he's given it to me. Because at least he thought that he was like, well, this is going to be crap. I can't, I'm going to say no to this. Let's just throw this other new guy a bone or whatever. Anyway, so I was excited. 300 bucks, man. That's yeah, huge. 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 Back in the day when you get nothing for Even after, after COVID, it's huge now. <laughs> <laughs> True. You're so right. So that was already an hour and a half just to even have a chat. So then like an hour chat as to how the proceedings go. Maybe more. Anyway, I leave. A week later, I do the, and man, I die. Died on there, like just. So you just did a set, and I was like, you know, now please welcome like the parents of the like I'm doing. And so meanwhile, meanwhile the groom and the bride's like, oh, we love stand up. Please go hard. I was like, what about like you know, bit. So he's like, they're like, yeah, just go for it. We love it. We love it. And so I go, and the worst word I said was bastard. You know, that's not too bad. No, but then the mum pulls me aside and goes, tone it down. Okay. Well, in the middle of the set? No, like when I said, please welcome the parents of the groom. And as she's like, I'm introduced, she like pulled me aside like mafia style. So I turned it down. Oh, so you were emceeing. So you weren't yeah. just doing a straight set. Yeah. And then now I'm just, the story's coming back to me as I'm going. And then I remember that sad moment. Or so I've died on stage. No one laughed. Not even the bride and groom who told me to go hard. Uh, and which I said, all he did bastard or whatever. But then afterwards, you still get a meal. So I'm sitting with the band eating a meal by myself. Oh, that's the word. I, this is, I, yeah. The, the city with a band, like that, a, a friend of mine who's played for years in a cover band, and, and he just, he hates weddings. It's just, you just sit there at the table. One just. of the worst um, feelings is like after you've bombed a corporate and you know, like especially these days if a corporate goes bad and you know that the money's good yeah. and you're trying to like justify to yourself why uh. they paid all that money for what was essentially pretty but mediocre. Don't you just bail? One, the one I have in memory, what I was about to tell you, was a particular one where it was a really great pair, and part of it was I have to sit with the organizers and have yeah, dinner. Yeah, like it was yeah. almost like a, a meet and greet style. And then after and you the continue bomb, on, it's like they get a private show. Yes, yes, in yes, the yes. Table. yes. I've Correct. Done, yeah, I've done one of that. So I have a horrendous death. To be fair, my fault because I had done a, a corporate, a couple of corporates a week before, and was in hot form, and went in to like cocky basically yeah, like yeah. 
And I would say I'll take responsibility for that. Because sometimes corporates, it's easy to blame. Going, oh, fuck, they badly oh, organized. Yeah. Or the they're, food too reserve, they're too pissed. They're too whatever. No, no, Dinner no, no. came out. That's always my favorite. Everyone's eating while you're trying to do jokes. And they, no one can laugh because right, right. now so it's full of the steak. I would love to have said that. There were so many things that, that yeah. There's some things like the comedy mode, for example. The, again, yeah. we're talking very inside baseball this today's podcast. Yeah, I know. Sorry. Uh, sorry, we comedy's will. back and we're excited. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's a, a, a comedy mode being the dance floor, basically. is the gap between you and the audience. Yeah. In corporates, it tends to be this huge gap. And the further the audience is away from you, the more you feel like background noise, so the less yeah. you connect with them, right? So that was there. But I, the rest of it, you know, I would, I would take responsibility of why I bombed. Anyway. I have to go now and sit with the organizer. I know how much I'm getting paid. They know how much they paid me for that. Yeah. And I'm sitting and everyone's quiet. And then the chief organizer just goes like after like 10 seconds of silence, like, well, I thought he was funny. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, God. Get me out of there. Get I remember there. I ate two mains <laughs> because <laughs> I was like, I just need to eat my feelings. The, um, Ah, uh, yeah. I, I, we'll move, I will move on. You saw the way I connected Fitbit to the story of like eating my feelings. <laughs> Speaking of eating your feelings, folks, uh, when have you been eating your feelings? Oh, mate, I've been. I've How been, have you been uh, with all of that? Um, I have been eating my feelings away. Um, look, not to go into great detail, uh, but I have been uh, having quite a few uh, tests uh, on my health. Uh, something came up on some scans, and at Touchwood, uh, it's going in the right direction. Um, but yeah, it is. I have been eating some of my feelings away because there was a lot of uncertainty in what was happening in my body, and because, of course, you, your mind goes to the scariest part uh, first. You're like, mm-hmm. uh, "Could this be cancer? Are my days numbered?" That even though you don't have the results, and I was trying to do all my thinking about, uh, you know, uh, would it help worrying now? Like, would it help? I don't know what it is. I'm getting tests. I'm doing all the right things. I'm going to those. Does worrying help right now? And even though I use that mantra. Because this was so heavy and I was a little bit scared and they found something, they didn't know what it was. In the end, it came back okay. But, you know, I have to do all these other tests to make sure. So what I did was like, well, I need to stay busy. Mm. I need to get out of my head. I am freaking out. And so what I have put together, which is standing in my backyard, (gasps) is I have put the sauna together. Yay! Escapism at its finest. Oh, and, and manual labor. Manual labor. Who would have thought? Uh, I booked in a friend and I said, hey, I need your help. Uh, can we put this thing together? It's been sitting in my garden for a couple of weeks. I've got to put it together. It's taking up the whole garden. Uh, he's very handy. He brought his tools over. And we get there and he's like, okay. Yeah, go. Was this quite a camp? Uh, Scotty camp. Yeah, it was Scotty camp. Wow. Yeah. He charged me $350,000. Well, worth it. <laughs> Mm. Um, no, you should have got Jamie Jury, the, the other Sri Lankan logo winner. The um, oh, that's right, he is no Africa. <laughs> um, Very good. The uh, the um, so my friend came over and then I sit there and he goes. Uh, so I said, like, I'm putting it next to the rainwater tank, uh, and and he's like, oh, where's your base? And I was like, it's just there. It's in you know the fourth box. And he goes, no, no, where's your base to put the base on top? Because you've got uneven ground. Now, I'm not very handy. I was like, what? Yeah. And he's like, no, you need to build a base so it's level. If you put that thing on, a, on an angle and you build it together and you lay on that bench, the whole thing will fall over like a pack of cards. Like, oh, Jenga. Yeah. Like, and so he's just like, uh, you, you, just, you need to build a base. And he's like, do you have wood? I was like, no. <laughs> well, let me fire up <laughs> wait, your point. Well, wait, wait. Yeah, no, wait until the sort is finished. Then I'll definitely have wood. <laughs> But I was like, uh, no, what do we need? So is that thing where it's like what was supposed to take a couple of hours, I thought, end up taking a full day and we did it on that heat wave where it was 40 degrees. So it, the irony was it lost to yeah. me that I was building a sauna on the hottest day in Melbourne this wow. summer. And so we had Doesn't to, the wood bend for the heat or something? Isn't there unevenness? Uh, no, 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 no. Shows you how no much I know about <laughs> handiwork. Well, maybe it does. I did leave it out in the sun too long, but it's going to be out there anyway. So It's the metal that bends, isn't it? Not the wood. Yep. God, here we go. Science is back here on Fitbit. <laughs> well, that may come on. That's true. The metal will contract yeah, and yeah, cause, expand. Because yeah, I suppose it happens on railway tracks if it gets yeah. super hot. <laughs> Look at us go. Look at us go. It's such I confidence. I'm, I think I'm pretty sure. I think yeah. It's, yeah, no, Railway I'm, track? Yeah, yeah. Cause <laughs> they, yeah, yeah, I know you're true. You're, you're right. But I just love that's where we went. You went with it. So good. The, um, so, so, the, so, we, so we put it together. Uh, and then we had, so we build the base and we build the base. I, I like, you know when you see someone who's really handy, he's got all the tools. My friend Lachlan, 
and you know he's one of my oldest oldest friends. Like you know, we went to kindergarten together. Like that's how. Well, long this is how I we know. started that whole conversation about skills and what we're good at, which is like. Um, you were saying, but when you meet someone with skills, you would try to explain how people put this this podcast yeah, yeah. together. Like it's, we've come full circle. We yeah, went on yeah, such a tangent yeah, about trivia. Yeah, because that's where it was going to start. Because yeah. like ever who put this together, he goes like, "Oh, I, you'll be able to record a podcast, studio's book." And then my friend Lachlan, even though he's not trained, like he's he's a forester, he works with plantations. And <laughs> you say forester, and I think Bald and the Beautiful. Sorry, <laughs> any other Bald and the Beautiful fans? I just imagine Ridge helping. Helping Daniel. So he he loves it. Like he so he built his own like treehouse for his daughter, right? And it's mm. got like a drawbridge and everything. Like it's crazy. Like he just loves those projects. He has all the tools. And if he doesn't know how to do it, he learns it. One of those guys. Right. Okay. And I never really have the patience for like I don't have the patience for these things. And nine out of ten times I'm scared I'm gonna do something wrong and the whole thing collapses. However, people go, Well, that's how you learn. That's how he said he learns. Yeah, yeah. He used to have five kids, now it's down to two. Um, I always when I get I kids. And his partner Shrankin as well. There we go. Bad, bad. The way you said that. Like, it was fine. <laughs> it was fine. Honestly, it was not. There was nothing wrong with you going, oh, hang on. Yeah, his partner Sri Lankan. What are the. Ch- just a little <laughs> anecdote. But the way you went, <laughs> And no, as well. And it, it's nearly as bad as. I would, the only way to make that worse is to follow it up with, like, you probably know it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know? Yeah. Um, no, I, when I get IKEA flat packs, my friends get annoyed when I tell them this, but I get a handyman to put it together. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. No, but because honestly, it's going to take ages. What, right? was the, what was the last time? What was the, what was the last thing you built? I haven't built. What do you mean? What? Uh, yeah. Oh, packs. my TV rack, I think. Yeah, I, I get that. Like, it's just a bit wobbly, though. I built, I bought it from Officeworks, and so the TV's on it, but it just it, it didn't quite, it's a bit like, you know, when it goes from side to side, something's not screwed in correctly. So I, I spent like four hours trying to do that, and it's still not great. Instead, let me pay someone who's a skilled in the, in the craft, and he gets it done in 40 minutes. And during that 40 minutes, you know what I'm doing? Earning more money to be able to afford his fee, <laughs> right? By writing good yeah. gags about it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because my dad is super handy and he would usually, most of the time, would love to help with it. He's also a physio, so he's super yes. handsy. Is he a phys- <laughs> <laughs> ah, handsy dad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, but so also, so he, but it was like hard. So I asked my friend to go because sometimes when my dad helps me stuff, so TV rack, classic example, it's like, I don't know how to do this, right? But when my dad does something, he, so your dad is very handsy with racks. <laughs> that credit where credit's due. No, <laughs> mum loves it. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Jesus, man. So he, he puts uh, the so TV rack up on the wall. But it's that same thing where he's like, he starts worrying about his grandkids. He's like, well, I, you know, it's got to be solid. It's got to make sure it's okay. And I was like, dad, I'm sure it says here it can, you know, take up to, you know, 20 kilos. Like, you know, it's fine. He's like, no, nah, I've got to make it extra strong. I was like, you don't need to. Like, 20 holes later in the wall, right? Mm. And it's just like got about 50 bolts. And then I come in and I see my dad just hanging off the TV rack going, this is not going to fall down. I was like, you didn't need to do this. I'm never mm. going to be able to get this thing off the fucking wall. Yeah, yeah. Like, now you know, what? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, what do we do? Like, Also, right. we're renting. What are you doing, man? Yeah, I know. I've got to take this off and then cover the holes and paint the whole fucking thing. So this time I left him out of the building of it, which... Mm, which Controversial. Well, controversial, but I knew, thank God I did on the 40-degree heat because I knew he wouldn't be able to do it. It'd be too hot for him. Yeah. So, so the sauna is up. Uh, when this comes out, I will have my brother-in-law checking out uh, how much... Uh, uh, electrical cables he needs. So this is the part you left out, which is that you can't still use it yet. It's, no, it's no. The, 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 the frame is up. But I, the I've sat in it. I've in already it? sat in it so much. Oh? Because it's just like, it smells of the pine. Oh, wow. uh, you know, like it's just, it's got room. I can sit there, stretch my legs out. Like I cannot believe. So you and I plan on doing a pod from there, probably a bonus Patreon episode. Yes, bonus Patreon is, uh, is going to be uh, from the sauna. Now, is there room for both of us? Yes. Are you sure? Absolutely. Right. Okay. But uh, and can we fuck? The answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> what does your partner think of that? Uh, well, well, that's the thing. Like she, <laughs> I, can't, I can't talk about this. <laughs> I mean, I just asked a question. I didn't realize it was actually going somewhere. So wait, do, I asked the question. Okay. I asked the question okay. about as in a joke, as in can, what does she think about us fucking? <laughs> but clearly, <laughs> no, no. I've tapped into something no, real. Well, well, this is how funny it's like. There's to, to go to the stereotype. I, I will. I, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I feel so uncomfortable. Uh, okay, so I'm about to falling off the chair. <laughs> no, so, so, oh so I I love the sauna so much, right? Yep. Okay, that and I'm surprised at this. 
but throughout the whole construction of it, right, and thinking about buying one and putting it together and being able to have the cold shower and the sauna mm. as the thing I miss most, not once have I thought about having sex in it, right? I, I'm yeah. serious, right? Yeah, I promise. I, I, I honestly I, I, didn't, yeah. Which I think is quite surprising for, for me. And it wasn't, <laughs> it, it, wasn't, you. it wasn't until it was up. I was like, oh my what God. What are we talking about? The, the, <laughs> that I was like, Oh my god! Maybe, maybe I get to have sex in a sauna. Okay, request. Can I firmly do the pod first before you christen it? Yes, yes, yeah. yes, definitely. Uh, I, it's going to take a lot of convincing. <laughs> I don't know if I can put this in. <laughs> that last sentence probably not. Um, um, but look, it is you know, it, look, it's a dream come true. It'll be great. But the thing is, it, what's interesting is. You and your partner aren't married yet. No, no. So how not. can you have sex before marriage? It's interesting. Um, I mean, the kids give it away. <laughs> um, um, yeah, look, I, I, I don't want to know anymore. <laughs> but I w- can I just, like, again, your life, you know? Exactly. Um, please, can I please oh. visit before you do it? I <laughs> but, just can't. Totally. But my favorite is, like, so I had to put it together and then to screw the top of the roof, it backs on. <laughs> <laughs> See, the problem is now I'm just imagining you humping the roof. No, so I had to screw the back part of the roof. And the only way I could get to it um, Yeah, was, yeah, keep going. Yeah, it was um, that I had to uh, go around. So I had to go to my neighbours. Um, so <laughs> Sorry. Yep. So I had to go to my neighbours um, to be able to so put the ladder up there. So my next door neighbours. So I walked in and said, hey, guys, um, I'm just, you know, I just have to do some drilling. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's fine. And so she opens the door and I put the ladder and I climb up and I drill and she goes, you're such a good dad. I was mm. like... Can't believe you built a cubby for your kids. Oh, <laughs> I, oh no! You're like, yeah, I know, yeah. I know. I have a, yeah, a great no. So no cubby, even though the kids think we're going to use it as a cubby. But what I've also done, which I didn't even think about that, they don't realize that it's, it's not. It's not a cubby for them. It's, it's, it's a cubby for, for the dad. creation of their next sibling. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just amazing that I, after all this, because I live quite. If you small. have a kid after that, name her Sonia. <laughs> Sonia the sauna. Sonia the sauna. Oh, just name the sauna, Sonia. Yeah, sauna, Sonia. Oh, oh, yeah. Should I name this the the mm. sauna? I am thinking about maybe putting a bit of a plaque there. Yeah. Um, again, I I still it's still yet to work. But I'm thinking, come Sunday, uh, this pod comes out on Friday. Come Sunday, hopefully. Stop saying come. Bye. 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 Monday. The idea that every day I can have a sauna. And a cold shower. It's it. it yeah. I, I feel like then I can start gearing up to being super fit again. There's about ten comics who uh, contributed to the present. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Do you reckon you'll yell our names out when you? <laughs> <laughs> I I I am not going to have sex in the sauna. I'm going to respect the sauna for what it is. Which is. Which is getting hot and sweaty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So we'll try and record a pod from there. Uh, there's a good chance that. Uh, 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 like I still don't know. Like I can't imagine it visually. You sent me a photo. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm like, I'm like, can we fit in it? Like I guess. Absolutely. You sure? Ab- okay. Absolutely. Okay, right, it's right, a right. four-person sauna now. But we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but so put it this way: four people, it'd be. It's just too squishy, okay. right? Two people, comfortable. Okay. Gotcha. 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 Yeah, cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So. Um, that's exciting. That's it's exciting. So exciting. I've, I've been meaning to tell people about this. Speaking of Patreon, uh, people who are Patreon subscribers uh, and listen to the Brett Blake. Uh, Patreon episode where we talked about uh, uh, chronic pain. Ah, yes, uh, yes, yes. He talked about a treatment. After all the things he tried, he finally had a treatment called electroacupuncture. At least that's what I've looked up as a technical term. Yep. He just said, it's fucking electricity or some <laughs> shit. Uh, Nobody yelled it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, I have since gone to that same person that he was talking about for my shoulder situation, which yep. is now coming up to nearly six months, which is ridiculous, right? Uh, I yeah. forget that that's six months. In my head, that's two weeks ago. What, I've tripped and fell? Yeah, kind of weird because – actually, no, no, that doesn't make sense. But I feel like it's not six months. Yeah, so August. We're coming up. So in February, it'll be six months yeah, or something yeah. like that. But either way, the point being, it's, I'm annoyed. Like, it's so long, right? Turns out uh, uh, that basically the first few people who looked at it misdiagnosed it. So because there was no broken bones or broken tendons or whatever, they just yeah. assumed that What did the fine. report say again? Yeah, there's uh, patient <laughs> complaints of restricted <laughs> movement and pain, but there's no evidence to back this up. <laughs> Or something like that. Or evidence to show this is the case. Which what the physio then I went to, the former St. Kilda Football Club physio of 14 years, who basically diagnosed it correctly finally and showed me what was wrong and told me what I need to do to kind of recover. And what has happened is 
my understanding, again, this is like, remember how inept we are when it comes to health yes, discussions. Yes. So this is my dumb way of understanding what I think has happened. Layman's terms. Well, not even layman. Is that a tier level below layman? <laughs> like, okay, that is politically correct to say. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so in our terms, in Fitbit terms, there yes, we go. That's there we good go. That's right. Please use this in everyday life. Yeah. When you want to describe a situation yeah. that you have a, a little bit of knowledge about, yeah. but you know isn't completely accurate or scientific, just say in Fitbit terms. Yeah, in Fitbit terms. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I like this. I feel that like should be legally binding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just gives you that buffer <laughs> yeah. uh, to talk about it's, it with, it's just with confidence. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, it's like allegedly. It allows you to talk about confidence yeah. with complete openness to being co- wrong. wrong. Yeah, yeah. Right. So in Fitbit terms, <laughs> I love yeah, this. Yeah. In fit of terms, basically, I think what is the way it's described to me is that when I fell yeah. and hurt, the nerves were like, oh shit, this fuckhead has broken something, yeah. right? So we're going to try and stop any activity to help heal, like, so that he doesn't move around as much, right? Yeah. So the nerves are automatically trying to do its job of restricting my movements. What it doesn't know is that there are no bones broken, everything's fine, but it's still freaked out. So yeah. in that freakout mode, it's basically restricting my how much my hand can move around. And as soon as it goes past a certain point, it's shooting this pain to stop me from taking it any further. Yeah. So I'm having these pains that are nerve-based. So what it has happened over those last three months is the muscles around that aren't moving as well as they should be. So they've kind of shrunk and atrophied or become weaker. Yeah. So now what the electro acupuncture does is that the needles that go into these little muscles are sending a little electrical shock to almost like uh, jerk them back into gear to yeah. back into life reminding the nerves like hey fucking do this shit fucking get on board get on board so that the nerves are like oh we can move can we oh look yeah so to give an example my left hand to my right armpit i can go all the way around yeah but for the last so many months i had to stop just just short of it for attaching the armpit the other way around because yeah. the shoulder was holding it back. Now, I'm yeah. sort of trying to describe like I'm hugging myself. Yeah. If you imagine you're hugging yourself, the left to the right sho- left hand to the right shoulder goes all the way around. But yeah. the right to the left shoulder stops just after my left nipple. Yeah. So I can just give it a flick, but yeah. I can't really hug myself. Yeah. You know? But now, little by little, I'm getting closer and I can now actually wash my armpit without a loofah. Which yeah. is good. Like, just I want to let, let, let people know that I have been clean still and washing my armpits. Yeah. Uh, but and what that you use a loofah. Well, I have to, Ben. Oh, yeah, okay, I get like, that. I Did you use a loofah beforehand? Yes, but that's not important. <laughs> What's wrong with using a loofah? Well, I think, it's, but a loofah is the one with a stick on it. Not necessarily, but. But my, that is what a loofah is, though. Yes, is yes, it? yes, yes. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. but like a washcloth or a spongy cloth that you would, yeah. you would describe that as a, as a loofah as such. No, but the loofah is the sponge, right? The, the yeah, one okay. with like a. Fl- well, why like do you have the sponge? Because like, I use um, a shower gel. Yes. And I find that putting shower gel on the loofah gives me more bang for buck. Because. Okay. Because otherwise you're putting raw shower. You got, don't you feel like with, when you scoop, when you're like in a, a hotel and you yeah. scoop shower gel on your hand, like it runs out quickly? Whereas yeah, if you that's put, why you just squirt it all over you because it's a hotel and you get new stuff the next day. True. But when you're at home. <laughs> yeah, at you, home, yeah. Okay. You know, economic. I mean, I'm not on cram cash no, anymore. No, no, so, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking none of us are. You know what I mean? So um, I have to, we're all going to like tighten the belt somewhere. Because well, now with my outdoor shower, I mm. have like a, a section with. Uh, Sexual? My, uh, no, a, the, uh, a section where I have my shower gel. But I bought one of those cloths to uh, be able to um, uh, cover the whole body. Yeah, but, uh, well, there you go. That's like a loofah. Yeah. But even though my partner's like, how, like if this, if my partner's like, it's supposed to just look like an outdoor shower. Now it just looks like an outdoor bathroom. I was like, yeah, well, it's the place where I'm going. It's where I have all my showers now. Like outdoors. Like I'm having sometimes two a day. I'm now having one just before uh, geeks because it just makes, it just wakes me up. Hey, here's a discussion that happened with my friends, my old uni mates. Yeah. How many showers a day do you, so forget the outdoor shower. Yeah. On average, how many showers a day do you have? It used to be two, but now it's one. Since kids, it's just one. So apparently I'm weird because I shower in the morning when I wake up, my cold yeah. shower, and I shower usually um, uh, after workout or something. I don't reckon that's right. Oh, yeah. or, or, or like before gigs, let's say, you know, yeah. to be fresh for gigs. Uh, and I'll shower just before bed. So I'll have like three showers. That's a lot. That's a, that, I reckon that's a lot because whether you need one straight after a gig, you're pretty much still pretty clean. Yeah, but also it's the come down. Like I'm so wired. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. I think. Yeah, I would. I probably exclude the unless like I'm backstage and every second comedian smoking. Then I'll probably have a shower before I go to bed. But mm. otherwise, no. I used to have like one in the morning, but now, but now, as I said to my uh, partner, it's just like because well, I'm having cold showers. Like I used to sit in a hot shower for 
freaking ages. Yeah, so to, to, to reiterate as well, sorry, to qualify, is that the shower is no longer than five minutes. So yeah. they're five minutes at a go. Like, so at overall, water usage-wise, no more totally. than 15 minutes. But they but say it's supposed to be only three minutes. You're supposed to have a timer. No more than three a minutes? three-minute shower. That was during droughts, though. Yeah, I think we're still... Aren't we always in a drought? We always, I feel like we're always in a drought. Well, not some of us. <laughs> you know. uh, they, yeah, so anyway, going back to it. So, yeah, I, so it turns out three is excessive. So, but on average, minimum two. Put it that way. I'll have minimum two showers a day. Because when I wake up, I love a cold shower to fire me up these days. But also, somewhere during the day after a workout or something, you feel you want to shower, right? Oh, absolutely. But, but it's so funny because now I, I'm doing the cold showers like in the morning. Mm. Uh, and then usually I would have like, like pretty much like you would have at the end of the night, I'd have like a warm one. But if I know I'm doing a gig, then I'll just have a cold one just before because it just puts me in the best mood and then I'm done for the day. But if I'm not at home, I will have a warm shower. But then it's been so freaking hot that I've been having cold ones anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's so funny because now where I position in the shower, I'm pretty sure that my next door neighbor has seen me naked. Like, like when I'm walking, like I uh, walk. They have, they told me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But I reckon there's like now, but I was like, I'm trying to, uh, the thing about it is only one neighbor could possibly see me walking from the sauna to the shower. The shower's out of shot. Yeah. But I was just like, oh, just they'll, they'll get knifed. They don't look down. To, to circle back to the electro thing. So basically I've had about three or four sessions and I'm, I'm on board, man. Like it's, it's really. Helping incrementally. But like significantly. Though. Oh, significantly. Okay. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, totally. Like, like admittedly there's still more work to do so what's funny so yeah the point is that now what is it called what's its technical term electro acupuncture okay so what it's um what the treatment now is really about the muscles around it so i think you you might know better than me is it thoracics the ones in the back that basically that sounds sounds like a back one so and and the chest those are all like kind of weaker because it's not been getting signals. Or they're really tight. Like, I need a shoulder reconstruction. I've had needed one for 20 years. Right. Everything around it is just so stiff that it holds everything in together because I don't have the ligaments. Right. So you're probably having so that sort of stiffness where you can't move. Like, my yeah. left shoulder is just useless, but, I, but my body's now just adapted to it. So if I was to do that electric, electric I, I'd go through heaps of pain before it could even possibly get to better. But so much so that it's like, some could say it's not, there's even no point to it. Yeah. Well, here you go. Look, un, un, unpaid... Uh uh, shout out the place is called community uh wellness i think it's and it's k-o-m-y-u-n-t n-i-t-e-t-i or whatever they don't know how to spell but they're very good <laughs> at uh, they're very good at what they do and one of the best massages i've ever had as well because um it's very holistic it's very uh, it feels, i like that it feels very new edgy but it they get the job done as well as you know and i'm i'm, I'm a convert right and because it's all about for me results like exactly i don't really care that i don't understand it the truth is i've walked out like after the sessions feeling heaps better being able to like so i can finally now start doing weight training again he's finally yeah. given me the okay for that uh i um uh what was the thing i was gonna say shit 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 Oh, yeah, it's not as painful. Like, what's a, uh, okay. one of the things is you think that needle's going in you, you're going to feel it. Well, it's a you, dry needling kind of thing. It's a dry needling. Yeah. And when the electric kind of shock happens, it's just like a, like a pulse. Yeah. It's like a, your muscles are pulsing, but it doesn't hurt. So much so that I slept during one of the sessions where I was just so tired that this thing was pulsing away and I was just passed out, you know? Yeah, maybe I should do it. It's worth looking into. It's not – so the first session was like 115 bucks, and yeah. then afterwards it's cons- – cons- uh, Subsequent uh, is one is like 90 bucks. Is so, it subsidized if you do private health? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, they're really, uh, I found it quite uh, useful. It's more, more so than George, that, that Chinese doctor that kept yelling at me, <laughs> toxic. What? No, what? Don't detox, 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 detox. Oh, I haven't told you my massage story because I've, I've met my version of George. Have oh. I ever told you this? So I went and got a Thai, uh, thai massage. And I, the only place was open was around the corner, and it was upstairs, and it looked a bit dodge. And then I got to the counter, and it was an old, older lady, mm. and she's like, uh, you want massage? Won't do the accent. You want massage? I was like, yes. <laughs> right. And then it was so funny. She, she starts massaging me, and she's like, oh, you, you bad. You are so bad. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the worst podcasts we've done. <laughs> No, you bad. <laughs> She's singing Michael Jackson songs. <laughs> Who's bad? She and then she uh, decides to go uh, smell this. Just smell <laughs> this. <laughs> she smells this. 
So she puts this. She cupcaked you. <laughs> but she puts this jar in front of my nose, and she goes, uh, "This comes from Thailand. This comes from Thailand." And she and goes, then, "It's it's you know you know that um it's a it's a." And then she decides to explain where this 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 balm of some sort comes from. And she goes, "You know when a cobra attacks a ferret?" And I'm like, I'm, I, "What?" I was like, Do "A mongoose." But I was like, I was just like, you know, like ferret like a rabbit or a rat. And I was like, just pick and choose your animal. Yeah, but yeah. Which, which one yeah. are you going She's with? She's doing Wind in the Willows uh, after dark. And then she, she goes, and then she goes, um, and she's like, because I had this really sore, sore shoulder. Like, no, yes, sore shoulder. And I was like really tight. And I was like, my neck and it was giving me headaches. And she's like, I fix, I fix. I was like, okay, that's fine. She's singing Coldplay songs now. <laughs> and then she like spills and she goes, and, you know, and, and, and when the ferret gets bitten, it's dying. Like, it's dying. So what it does is it eats this leaf, and this leaf makes it feel better before it dies. That's what this balm is. So she's about to kill you. <laughs> I know. That's what it felt like. And then she, and then she was telling me, she's like, you know, I, I play basketball. She's the shortest, oldest woman I've, I've met in a long time. She's like, you know, it's not about, you know, how, how tall you are. It's what you do with the ball. And yeah, like, she used to coach Ellen Iverson. Yeah. <laughs> Or I was like, I've got a little LeBron over here. Like, and so anyway, and then she goes, and she goes, you, you're a bad man. You're, you're, and then she goes, and then she goes, she goes, not toxic. She goes, not toxic. She goes, poison, poison, poison in your body. Poison, poison, poison. And then Let she goes. Let me suck it out. <laughs> Let me get the snake. And then, and this is my favorite bit. She goes, uh, she's like, oh, you've been drinking. Oh, and I go no. Now I, she's singing Beyonce songs. Yeah. I've been drinking. I've been drinking. She's like, you, you too, too much alcohol, too much drinking. And I was like, no. And she's like, I can smell it. I was like, no, what? it's Your- hand sanitizer. It's hand sanitizer. Oh. She's like, really? So she checks. She goes, oh, okay, okay. So, so she's. No, I can't trust any of her other things. That's that's what I love about holistic uh, treatment. Sometimes you know you go on board and like, oh, that's yeah, true, that's clear. Yeah, and then suddenly they say something so off. You're like, ah, yeah, now yeah. I can't trust any of it. Yeah, and, 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 and this is because we talk about this again. Uh, uh, what, what do we call it? Fitbit. Uh, in Fitbit terms. In Fitbit terms. And I think the one that I find very much in Fitbit terms is we do talk about certain things like, like say, Wim Hof or, uh, or, uh, or other certain experimental things to make ourselves feel better. But this is where I, I used to look at pseudoscience. Even if it's not proven correctly, I'm like, well, this is a load of shit. But now, if it genuinely makes you feel better and you are not uh, you know, taking away from your own health and you're not putting yourself at risk, Fucking great. Well, yeah, 100% agree I, with you. God, 100%. So I think about six months ago, we did an episode where I actually did do some research about acupuncture and try to figure out what the actual science behind it is. And my, 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 my research, limited research, basically said that, look, it, it's hard to uh, find actual results. Like, you know, obviously in the Eastern world, it's used more yeah. but, uh, and more positive results. It's hard to scientifically pinpoint why it works and things like that. But regardless... It doesn't harm your health. So if you get benefit from it, go for it is essentially what most of my YouTube research basically told me, right? There was no one who said this is bad for you. Yeah. Right? So again, yeah. Like if it helps you, like something like Reiki, for example, I don't get it. I I know that people swear by it. I know. But the idea that you hover your hands over someone's body and you're able to heal them with crystals is something that I find very hard to buy into. Look at the way I'm really tippy-toeing about rather than saying load of shit yeah but, right but but i want to give it a crack i, I mean that's the thing any reiki list, listeners who like reiki uh please don't get upset by that what i mean is my instinct is to poo-poo it yeah but i am still excited about trying it just to see what whether i might have an experience with it i poo-pooed it so much that i wrote a sketch about it and it got filmed uh Wait, what did you poo-poo reiki, uh, reiki. so oh. I, it was a guy who brings it to a mechanic and the mechanic does reiki Really? Around On the, the car. car. That sounds like a good then, bit. I've never seen you do it. And then, uh, no, it was just a sketch. So I just wrote the sketch and they filmed it when ah, I worked on the sketch. Oh, for Open Slater. Right. And then right at the end, he's like, what is this doing? And then the car just starts and drives off, right? Right. And I was like, but that is me making fun of it. Right. Uh, but again, it's one of those ones where are like, but if it's helping you. If it's helping you, go for it. And even if it's just a load of shit, but you're, 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 you're the, the conduit in this particular reason, it convinces you enough that it makes it work. Fucking great. 100%. You're not in harm. You're not, you're not harming anyone. Anyone. Uh, I do. The only place that I feel very uncomfortable with that concept is when people are yep. psychics and they use it against people's grief. And yep. they say, hey, you're, you know, they, they try and con 
people who've lost loved ones and saying, oh, I can contact them. Yeah, you know, the worst. And, and, and you know, they're feeling better, sure, but I feel like there's enough stories of psychics or bad psychics um, taking advantage of vulnerable people who've lost loved ones. And I, I, I find that rep- repulsive. Yeah, and, and then and also, like, say, for instance, someone could do that as a Reiki practitioner saying, oh, I, definitely I could heal your cancer. You know, shit like that where you're like, yeah. oh, so now you're just giving hope to someone and then charging them shitloads of money when ultimately, in the end, they, you know, as long as they still get their normal treatment, but I still like... You, you, yeah, you, there's you, something about it that I find very unsettling. So there's, there's nuances. And again, flip side is, I mean, fucking scientific, there's doctors who are awful, you know, like yeah. using scientific uh, Would, knowledge uh, and fucking people over as well. So let's not like pretend like that isn't bad in either world. But the other big movement, I think, I don't know if we talked about this, is grounding. Did we talk about this? No. So grounding, which is huge at the moment, and you can get a grounding mat or earthing. But you know in an electrical socket how you've got the earth part? Oh, yes. So I've heard about this. So everyone's talking about how all you need to do is have bare feet and walk on the earth, be it sand, grass, dirt, whatever it is for at least half an hour a day. And they're saying that we talked about it. Or yeah. I've talked to someone about it anyway. And, the, the, and, the, and the people are just coming back again. No science to back this up, but the people are just saying it's really making them mentally, physically feel so much better. Well, I would argue that just because science can't figure it out yet doesn't mean that it's not true. That's right? True. There's so many things that's quote unquote that is now scientific accepted by the scientific world that were practiced for thousands of years before science got caught up to it. Big one being meditation. Meditation is like across the board accepted having positive effects on your life. More than ever. But I would say that's all in the last, say, 40, 50 years that has happened. But India and China have been banging on about meditation for two thousands of years. So just because science doesn't have the way of proving that this works doesn't mean that it automatically ceases to be uh, valid. It just is a thing where I think it's it's nice to have those discussions about how true this is or whatever, push those. I mean, you know, uh, being able to kind of discover how this is linked. But I suppose the minute it starts being used to take advantage of vulnerable people – is where, you know, you start to get really annoyed about, like, something like, you know, I mean, let's not get too theological, but, like, religion, it's it's completely great. Like, I, my parents are super religious, yeah. and even though I don't necessarily buy into what they believe in, I see how happier their lives are with religion in there, so I'm not going to take that away, no. just because it's not for me, because also they never pushed it on me, whereas I do have relatives who are very kind of heavily religious to the point of, like, preachy and trying yep. to get me to convert and all those things and i'm like no now i'm off board you know what i mean like let, oh. me, let me do my let me eat pork like yeah you know yeah yeah but also and i mean religion is a tricky one but also it's that same thing where it's like well once there's a movement and there's like so grounding mats are like 90 bucks and then you plug it into the wall and you've got a little mat that the, mm. you know it's fake grass but you plug it in and it's just the earth cable in into the socket and then you just stand on it yeah, and so therefore it's your connection with the earth, but you're in even an if you're in an apartment, right? Yeah. Right. Because I was going to say, I'll I'll be hundred percent honest. I can't explain it, but when I take a moment to go to botanical gardens or or what or a park and take my shoes off and rub my uh, feet in the grass, after about twenty minutes, I feel pretty good. I know. There's something about it. I'm not going to lie. There's something. There has to be like. There has to be some connection to like us being hunter gatherers back in the day with our shoes and being able to find comfort in those things. And I think it really needs to be like ground. Like can't, so my my whole backyard's covered in concrete. Yeah. So it's that same thing. I was like, I oh, actually I need I need actual grass. Grass. Yeah, and yeah. a friend of mine just put grass in his backyard. He said he's just like ever since he put it back a in the grounding mat. Okay. Grounding I'm gonna mat. I want to look into that. Hey, if there are any listeners who do this, let us know. I would yes. be very yes, yes, curious. Yes. Um. um this is uh, originally I was worried that this podcast was going to be the least fit Betty podcast we've had between <laughs> improv and and saunas, but I think we did tap into something at the end. Are we at the yeah? Well, we got to wrap it up. Uh, what? Well, how many minutes are we at? We uh, have to wrap with nearly an hour. Okay, cool. Right, great. Well, so I kind of left this at the last minute just so that because we don't have we won't have time to do any further follow up. But just quickly at the very end, and only I'm saying this only because what this is episode hundred and thirty plus. Yeah, I think so. Hundred forty. Either way, we've been going now. Hey, Ben. Three years? Dude, this is our anniversary. The day after Invasion Day is when we've recorded our first podcast, or the day before Invasion oh Day God. 2018. Happy anniversary! Yes, <laughs> this is a real indication of how little 
we've like been able to kind of like we've been dealing with so much shit in the last been couple of weeks. So much shit. Wow! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Oh no! I feel so sad that we both forgot. This is what happens in the marriage: the third year anniversary we've forgotten. That's amazing. Okay, so three years of the podcast, right? We've had this, and there's been a certain running theme about stuff uh, that I kind of didn't want to necessarily tell this on the podcast, but I feel like I'll just put it out there, and and I won't take any further questions. But I officially have a girlfriend, and I'm in a committed relationship. Okay, bye! (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Who is he? <laughs> I can't believe. <laughs> wow, this is very exciting. When did this all happen? Well, no more further questions. Okay. Well, <laughs> it is the anniversary podcast, but after three years. Well, I've been single for a long time. You've been single for since a very, very, very long time. Since 2007. And now this is the first girlfriend since 2007? Yeah. And, and how long have you been officially going for? About a month. I can't wait to meet her. I uh, know. In the sauna. Okay. okay. This is why. This is why I didn't want any further questions because I'm dealing with the. This creepy. is very exciting for you. This is a big change. It's a huge change. It's a huge. Change. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, this it's is huge. Oh, for all our listeners who thought that you had a chance, he is now <laughs> taken. Uh, it's very exciting it's funny I didn't realise um, yeah what um, how committed I can be sometimes well, well, I've forgotten good. how like and, then you, and, and, and what is amazing now is you've entered the honeymoon phase like this is this is the this, this is the honeymoon phase yeah, for sure this, this is, this like, is very know, exciting you know puppy dogs and rainbows exactly and now you're no like, problems oh, at all there's like everything's great I'm sure soon everything's gonna like you know any relationship any friendship or anything now now we can relate on certain things in relationships because sometimes when I start talking about relationships you sort of glaze over <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I don't, I don't know what this is. I don't mm, know. Yeah, it's very exciting. Well, congratulations. Well, thank you. Yes, it is an exciting. Uh, I feel, I feel very strange because it's sort of I've not had a relationship my entire time being a comedian. Um, no, like you know, two thousand seven. So it's been fourteen years. Fourteen years. Yeah. Oh my god, and so much has changed since then. What in terms of relationships? Yeah, totally. What do you mean? Oh, just expectations and. And nah, <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, no, I think I reckon if you were to like think about okay, so last time you'll mm. ask me how long was that? Year and a half. Year and a half. Okay. And why did it break up? She went overseas. She went overseas. Okay. So you didn't even have like a proper breakup. It was just like, we're not going to stay in the same country, so it's over. Yeah, I didn't want to do long distance. And did you have a girlfriend before that? No. There's only one other girl. She, she's the only other girlfriend I've ever had. So, okay. So you've never really broken up with someone. I don't know if that's necessarily true. I mean, I suppose I've had like this uncomfortable conversations. Uncomfortable conversations. Not like you do. So this is this is it. This is for real. When does she move in? Well, hopefully, some point. This is very exciting. Yeah. I can't believe I, you're telling me on air because I've yeah, so many I'm questions. Like, I'm, 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 yeah, that's that's what's weird. Like you'd think that I'd be like scared of that question. Like, oh my god, what are you talking about moving in? Like, let's not go. So I'm like, nah, yeah, we're probably going to move in. Like, this is it's very exciting. So, uh, what a way to finish the anniversary episode that we didn't realize was an anniversary, anniversary. episode. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Um, Dil- Glad to know that your health is all good. Yes, I'm, uh, yes. You know, I want to... Uh, by the way, if the listeners would have picked up, I was quite there, not because I was just ignoring Ben, but we've obviously talked about it off screen. Yes, we, off, we have. We uh, have um, and I didn't want to... Um, but in, I want to let you But talk it's just a reminder that uh, you even then just... Just have a checkup. Mm. Like mine was, uh, it was a checkup because I've been on top of this as an issue that's you know sort of uh, pops up. And anyway, it's just a reminder. And again, I, you know, it's for men and women, but again, I'm really aiming this at men. Is just you know have a feel around. If you feel a lump, go get it checked out. Mm. That's just like, and it seems to be like really, it's like yeah, it, that's what it is. You're like, oh gee, what's this yeah. thing in my in my armpit or what's this thing in my neck? Like, I just want to clarify the reason you said really aim that men is specifically to do with. What we talked about with Michael Schaefer, yeah. who did, did have yeah, this cancer, exactly. uh, he talked about how men traditionally try to walk it off, yeah. as opposed to actually going and getting it checked. Where Absolutely, women tend to have a little bit more, um, you know, not to gender stereotype, not to be binary, but also just going, yeah. As guys, we tend to sometimes just 
you know, scoff at stuff and go, I'll yep. be, she'll be right. That concept is such bullshit. And Just go get it checked out. Yeah. So, um, but um, oh, this is exciting. We're gonna we're gonna wrap up the podcast. Yes. Um, some Dill, your shows are on sale. Oh yeah, I forgot yours. I'm stuck. Yeah, I'm too smitten and <laughs> worried about everything else that I'm like forgot about shows. Yes, my shows are on sale now. Comedy.com.au for all the sorry, I didn't say that correctly. Comedy.com.au for all the details. There's going to be um, me and Dave Thornton doing a split bill detour in Adelaide and in yep. Geelong. Uh, uh, I'm going to be in um, Orange and Double uh, in, in February in a couple of weeks. You I do think. Have a couple of listeners in Double, uh, so. and also uh, Melbourne Comedy Festival. I'll be doing yep. the whole month uh doing the show victorious line so you're doing the whole month now doing the whole month yeah 6 30 p.m it's an early show but uh like bugger it yep. who cares people yep. are working from home the whole world is amazing so i'll be there the entire month uh doing victorious line uh which is about how much i love being single and don't want a relationship <laughs> <laughs> uh, very exciting uh again our, our patreon again uh team up because uh, we've got a nice big episode coming up um, I might be doing Comedy Festival uh, I am still trying to work out but I am going to put on some shows even if it's just straight after Comedy Festival but um, and potentially live, we have not talked about this live Fitbit Life yeah. we really want to do one we really want to do one so again thank you so much hit to the Patreon for the bonus episode especially for the next one uh, if we can pull it off I can't wait to do it in the sauna live uh, but again thank you so much look after yourselves check yourselves and we'll see you next week love you all bye bye